AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. What's up, guys, and welcome to the What Hip Hop Questions, Legends, and Lists. I'm Nyla Simone. And I'm the man that puts the jux in juxtaposition, Mouse Jones. And we are the ones. <laughs> Yo, you, you should be used to me repeating that part. Right I know. Now. I never... Like, I know you do it, but I never watch you do it. And I was just, like, filming it. I so got it. seeing you do it in real time. I got it down pat. You got it down pat. I'm the man This, is, this is what true workship and, and friendship and family ship. This is what happens when you really like your co-host. Yes. We're not like those other podcasts. Question, Mouse. Don't what me. does juxtaposition mean? What does juxtaposition mean? It means, when well, when I do it, it means that, nigga, it's the jux. But typically it just means to be... In agreement but disagreement at the same time so i just represent an opposite side of what the normal the, the normal naysayers or yaysayers say that is that makes perfect sense for you yeah put the juxta juxtaposition because i also well at a different time in my life it could also be a jux come up off that my nigga thanks appreciate that yeah but we've been practicing breathing breathing <laughs> <laughs> shout out to uncle moth <laughs> But uh, hey, D Block, did you did you think I didn't know what juxtaposition meant? 
No, I just like to hear you know everybody's think, dictionary definition. I think you didn't think I. I think you didn't think I, think I knew you what it meant. Pull your card. Yeah, I think, he pulled, no. I think, I, I I think, think you pulled my vocabulary card. No, he doesn't think you're dumb. <laughs> but no, no, it's like seeing two sides and like you know evaluating each side as you see it, right? Yep. Okay. All right. So now that we got that vocabulary lesson of the day, or don't the day, forget, we would not be able to do this podcast without our amazing producers, D Block and A King. Oh yeah, of course. Wait, why is that not on the script no more? Because they we haven't got a shout out in a while. I gotta say, me and A King. Well, that, that's yeah. funny because you write the script, D Block. So, <laughs> so you're the only reason why you haven't got the shout out. I'm like, oh yeah, we did do that. Oh my gosh. All right. Um, what were we saying? There's something. <laughs> There's something I wanted to mention. What did you want to mention? Talk to me, gang. I, I can't remember. Oh, no. I was going to say, now that we're done with our, our vocabulary lesson, word of the day is juxtaposition. You're welcome. You're welcome. Maybe we should do that once a week. Word of the day. Give them a should word it be of the day. Today's word of the day. Should it be a hip-hop word of the juxtaposition. day? Juxtaposition. You pick it, Mouse. This is you. Okay. You give we'll do like a hip-hop word of the day, like... I'm gonna go like deep into the Wu Tang joint and like see if them niggas. First of all, if they, you know what, of we should pull you up. Wu Tang. <laughs> we should, we should pull up and we sh- every week the word of the day should be done this way. It's the word of the week, and we find a hip hop lyric that uses a big word and see if they used it properly. Mm. Mm. D Block, you against that? I like it. It reminds me of Pee Wee Herman when he did the word of the day. And the place went crazy. Pee Wee Herman was on, t- uh, it was a TV show, Nyla. Got it. Back in the, the early 90s. <laughs> okay. Cool. He then got caught like jerking off in like a theater. So I That's don't cool. want to be compared to that. Our word of the day is like, <laughs> like real word of the day, but okay, cool. So there's been a lot of discussion going on. Yes. Jay Z did his verse on Khaled's new album. God did. I'm. I don't. I'm. I'm all talked out about it. Honestly, a lot. Are I, you? That's that's funny, right? To say that. After like, the brilliant idiots. Oh uh, my God! First of all, let's talk about our our good old Uncle Charlemagne. Yeah. He set me up. No, he didn't. I didn't know he was gonna do that first. Well, he saw your comment. Well, I didn't know he, he could have said something before. Like I sat down. I was like, like he said, because if I would have known, I was gonna do. I wouldn't did it. It's like why you love Jay. This is what I love you do. Jay, this but is- I knew he was gonna disagree, and I also knew that that was gonna lead to a bunch of people who I don't care about their opinion Britain's giving me line. their opinion so there's that but you know it's all about you know the culture the community yes it is and it was more eyes on who the what hip-hop question legend list yes each and every monday it made a good Black debate Effect. honestly it did it did i kind of just let you guys rock because you guys are both more J fans than me sad to say Can't so i'm like that. need you to get your J up i have my J. mine's is cold I hate that you said that, but I love how like smooth that, that was. That was pretty smooth. smooth. <laughs> That's pretty smooth. That's pretty fucking smooth. Yeah, but no, seriously, like I hit Char after, and I'm like, man, that was a really good debate that you guys had. You know, I got my favorite J verses, but the way that you guys are passionate about it, like about J verses, is how I'm passionate about good Cole verses. Mm-hmm. Even back to his old early mixtape freestyles and shit, right. like word for word verbatim. I could do that. Well, I think I think we should get deeper into it. Today, that should be what today is about. Um, but before we get into that, got to talk about a little bit of news, a little okay. hip hop news. Yes, Kanye has been going against the Gap, Adidas, and anyone else. Speaking of the Gap, shout out to your hoodie today, man. This Dapper Dan slash Gap shout collab out, fire. Shout, shout out to Dapper Dan. Shout out to their team. Um, yeah. I'm not sure who sent them, but shout out to them. I appreciate that. This is so fire, and I got the the blue one. This shit is fire. Very fire. And like growing up in New York, 
Niggas definitely used to have the Gap hoodies on. Ralph Lauren and Gap. Yeah. Niggas used to have those hoodies on all day. So it's a very good hoodie. Yeah, very valid. Um, But, but yeah. Uh, can we talk about what's going on with Kanye and the Gap for a minute? I mean... Look, Kanye's having issues with his business peers. He's taking it out online. I don't know if it's a publicity stunt until the next drop sells out. I don't know if this is real issues. To me, Kanye is like the boy who cried wolf. I don't oh, even wow. really want to know. Wow. And also, don't be using whiteness and blackness as a Uh-oh. plea or something to lean on after you've abandoned the black community all these years. Talking about, is it because I'm black? Kanye, do you even still identify as black? <laughs> Nyla is pissed off at Kanye. No, I'm just—it's a headache. One minute is this, one minute is that, one minute is this. It's like, don't be using me for your benefit. I refuse to keep up with the circus. Well, I think what's going on—I'm not a thousand percent sure what's going on with the Gap. I do know that he had—he's had—he's taking issue with Adidas for a while, um, dating back to when Adidas did that like Yeezy restock and were like releasing new colorways and things of that nature that he didn't approve. And he was very public about that. Um, and then he's been on Instagram going nuts. Um, right. Uh, I'm not a therapist, nor am I a mental health professional. Um, I just be wanting to see niggas do better. Um, but what I can say is this seems like he's having another meltdown meltdown because I just outside of all the Adidas talking all that, he's just been wilding. He has, he's been, been wilding on Instagram and it's like, like I said, I don't know what's the it, it. It looks like it to me. But he picks and chooses when he when he wants to wow. That's why I'm like, I don't even know if this is like a real thing. When he said Kim got mad di- diarrhea, son, I almost lost it. <laughs> she was like, "Can you stop telling our personal business?" This is just dumb. You think yeah. they're getting back together? I don't know. I really don't. You seen care. that? Ma- you seen that maga shoot she did? Yeah, it's really bad. I'm not gonna it was lie. The to you. eyebrows. I'm not gonna lie to you. I never thought there would be a day where that woman's not attractive. That Kim Kardashian in that last thing is not attractive. I think it's the eyebrows. That blonde eyebrow she did with the blonde hair. Just, I think if she would have kept her hair black, she still would look nice. Yeah, I, I never knew there was going to be a day where Kim Kardashian was not attractive. But here we are. Yeah. Um, if here. they do get back together, I'll be happy just for the sake of their family. I'd be happy for the sake of everyone. I was like, good, leave us the fuck alone. You think they're gonna get quiet? The two of them, they're both marketing horse. They're gonna, they're just gonna keep doing it. Two. I want somebody to check in on Pete Davidson though. Make sure he's Why? okay. Make sure he's okay. He's been getting threatened. He was past. fucking. He was fucking one of the baddest bitches in the world. Yes, but he's and now awesome. your time's up. What's wrong? He's been getting threatened. He's had worse. His father died in nine eleven. I think he survived worse than a Kim Kardashian breakup or Kanye threat. Kanye make some threats from fucking internet people. That's not going to do anything. After he went and got this woman and her kids tatted, he's an idiot. Ah. Uh. Check on Pete Davidson. Don't check on Pete Davidson. Fuck out of here. I, I hope he's having a terrible day. I hope he's okay. He's a man. fucking millionaire. You make money. You make a living off of telling. Stop. Pretty. Stop. Pretty. Stop. Stop. Pretty stop. 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 <laughs> I said pretty funny. Yeah, nigga. No, I seen the direction you're going, so I just wanted to stop you while you're ahead. <laughs> I'm that, tired. I'm tired of talking about y'all friends. Can we talk about somebody else we both don't know? My friend, I don't really know him like that. The point of the matter is Kanye flipping on Adidas. My problem is with this is uh. One, I stay out of billionaires' business. It's not my business. I do, I I do think that if somebody, you know, I I think what niggas get confused is business uh, versus respect and morals. Um, then this is just me speaking. I'm not speaking for anyone, so 
You know what I mean? Suck my dick. Um, nigga business is based on what you would do if you was in the street, what you would do in the hood, what you would do. This is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. When you in here dealing with these white people, it's about what's on that paper, bro. Yeah. If you sign that paper, and we've been dealing with this shit for years, bro. Literally. If Like, when, when we talk about niggas getting fucked over in deals... It's nothing new. Some of it feel, I feel bad for, for these young kids who, who are preyed upon. But nigga, you keep signing bad deals, nigga. Like, a nigga like, um, I don't even like saying this nigga name, but a nigga like Joe Button. He kept signing bad deals and then complaining. This went from music to media. <laughs> like, you would sign the deal, then complain. Like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Kanye, I'm like that. Something tells me Adidas is not going to move shifty with you. They're going to move exactly how the paper and the deal was aligned. Aligned. Yeah. I, I definitely. So now you feel like he has said something to then like, oh, I made such and such, you know, $3.4 billion or $3.4 million, whatever. It's like a big number, 30, 30 million or something. Never put me on the phone with this person. Was that in your deal? Now, I don't think Adidas should be releasing it. I don't think they had the right. I don't know, but I don't think they had the right to do what they did with that drop. Like, if we're talking about Yeezy, one of the, you know, I think one of the. It's not like they changed the shoe or anything. They didn't change the shoe, but you still. Yeah, but you can't release a color. That's like, well, I hope Jordan don't be the one. I hope Michael Jordan don't be the one okay in some of these colorways because it'd be like, bro, what the fuck? But that's what I'm saying. I don't think he is. But I think Kanye is somebody that's very neurotic. I think he's very, he's the one saying, yeah, let's do it I this way. I feel like they got similar deals. I feel like it's a system that's set up. Oh, no, Jordan doesn't have the same deal. He doesn't play like that. I'm saying as far as like they have a percentage, they have creative say, but at the end of the day, if they're going to drop some shit, they're going to drop some shit. My problem, well, I don't even know if it's a problem. I, I, I have seen that, you know, other black celebrities are coming out to support Kanye, i.e., Swizz, Diddy. Um, I don't know if this is the thing that you should come out and support him. Like, there's so many other times y'all could have supported him. Like, kind of like when he's having a breakdown and doing like dumb shit, and you could kind of be like, "Yo, little bro." Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe maybe this isn't the thing to do. And I also don't want to really. I never want to like shit on Kanye, even though I might not like. Or agree with most you of the sure things do he be did. shitting on him for a person who don't like shitting on him. No, I, I don't want to shit on him because he is a genius at the end of the day. He is. So it's like, all right, however you get to your creative geniusness, then fine. But then the process be killing me, <laughs> like watching it. That's all. Um, how'd you feel about Diddy and, and Swizz though? How you feel about them? Say it, stepping in, stepping in, Diddy saying, Diddy basically saying that. That's been going on with Adidas since Run DMC. I'm going to just repeat back what you say. I don't get in billionaire's business. <laughs> it's, that is not my tax bracket. I have no idea how this shit works. <laughs> That's a fact. I feel like Swiss and Diddy would have more insight or could contribute more to Kanye than I could. Than anything I could possibly say right now. Points were made. Mine's is just, I'm just a fan. You know what I mean? And as a fan, I'm just giving my fan opinion. Touche. Touche. All right, so now that we finished covering the current events, um, let's get into today's topic. What was now, that? What you mean? What was that? That, that note you hit? Uh, that I was like a. <clears throat> you like the D block? That's a G, uh, G minor. <laughs> I know all the all the instru- all the uh, all the musicians just got really pissed just now. <laughs> but before. 
before we before Nyla starts singing again, I do want to get into the topic we came here to discuss today. Yes, yes. The ver- listen, being on Charlemagne, being on Brand Idiots this past week, discussing Hov's verse, got into a whole bunch of more discussion about verse of the year so far, which we do understand people at home, there's a lot more year to go. But And we also well I personally don't think it's necessarily just J Z. <laughs> You're so disrespectful. What? It is other artists that had great verses. Right, I agree. Jay-Z. And we're gonna talk about it. So before we uh, you know, dive into our list of verses of the year Let's so far. Bring on our guest. Let's bring on our guest, a who? young legend in the making. Yo, who honestly be trolling us with the memes he be putting on his page. Yeah, yeah he ain't shit. For those who don't know, uh, he runs Critics of the Culture, and he posts a lot of barbershop talk, you know, type memes that mm-hmm. just stir up mad emotions for real hip-hop fans. <laughs> yeah, he's really good at that. Like, I've <laughs> never met someone that good at making people mad. Yeah. But I've never met someone that good. Like, I think I think I do a pretty good job. Obviously, Unk does a good job. You do, actually. <laughs> but this guy right here, man, he's <laughs> able to do it with the memes. Uh, we would like to welcome... The uh, head of the Critics of Culture Instagram page. Make sure y'all follow that Critics of Culture um, Instagram. Chris, welcome to the What Hip Hop Questions, Legends, and Lists. How are you, brother? I'm good, and you? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we hear you, brother. Loud and clear. Okay, great. First of all, I just want to thank you guys for having me on y'all's platform. I've been watching y'all two individually for years. Thank you. So it's great to see you guys come together and make some content for the culture. Uh, thank you as well, Darren. You've been following the page for a while now. Uh, thank you. I don't be out here thinking white men during our... Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> my bad. D-block. He said, I go um, by D-Block. I go by D-Block on the podcast. <laughs> Chris. Okay, I'm not I'm not touching that. But, um, <laughs> Chris, let me ask you this, Chris. Uh, when did you know you was good at creating conversation? Well, I'm going to let you know, but can I can I just share something right quick, oh, Mouse? Yeah, yeah, of course. All right, and this is directed at you. I just want to make this abundantly clear. I'm not from Connecticut. <laughs> Nothing about me says Connecticut or New England. I'm from Virginia. <laughs> Secondly, me saying Jay's verses on I Love the Dough, because he had two verses, is better than his entire verse on God Did. Doesn't invalidate any of my opinions <laughs> about Jay-Z, hip-hop, or anything else. I say all that because you and Charlemagne were kind of trying to play me on Brilliant Idiots. <laughs> I'll send you the clip, Darren. Um, if if you want to just give context to the viewers, because uh, I would actually like to work with you and Nala one day, and y'all ain't gonna work with me, let alone talk to me if you think I'm some random guy from Connecticut who don't know hip hop. <laughs> no, and, I think, I and think... I rather and, and not to cut you off, but I rather you judge me off your impression of me and not Charlemagne's impression impression of me because. You know, for me, it's just it was just an opinion, and I don't want you to judge me off uh, that type of an opinion. Oh no, no, no! I no, I, I th- we've been following you long enough to to know you know you know what you talk about. But it was just a bit egregious, you know, to say I love the dough, but like I love the dough is really good. I love the dough, no pun intended. It's a it's a it, it's a classic verse, but yes. I'm gonna be honest. I had to prepare for this discussion we we're gonna have today, so. <laughs> Me listening to that song did not change my mind. I listened to it over and over again. And me listening to the breakdown with Guru and Rob Markman yeah. didn't change my mind either. Shout out to Guru. Just, shout out to Guru. Shout out to Rob Markman, two of our OGs. 
definitely shout out to them. Shout out to Rob Markman for reposting um, my content and also commenting on the page. So what changed, I, I'm going go, to go ahead and say it now. I changed my mind. At first, I said this verse was okay. But because I had to do research last night, I went, speaking of Rob Markman, I went to Genius. So I actually saw which verses, not verses, which lines actually meant more than what I thought it did. Mm. And that's what made me realize this verse is actually greater than I initially, you know, Gate expected, uh, said it was because I looked at this verse from a very surface level perspective. Yeah. And to be honest, Jay-Z has a lot of verses where you don't necessarily need to dissect them to understand what he's trying to say. Right. This ain't one. This ain't one of them. I will I will wholeheartedly say that Charlemagne was right. And I will say that you were right in stating that this verse wasn't necessarily overrated and it was more than just okay and good. I'll even go as far as to say it's great. Now, when we talk about that whole top Jay-Z features, right? This is top 10. At first I said it was top 20. It's top 10. Let's go. I, I will give it, I will give it top 10 based off of the the double entendres alone let's go because those Ooh, I like those those surface level those surface what i thought what i thought certain lines meant they honestly didn't mean they meant what i thought they meant but they meant other things too and you have to look into this verse in order to realize that because nothing that rob or guru said went over my head but it was the things that i was actually reading on genius is what i didn't realize and you really have to know what jay-z was talking about and know what's going on in his life right. to know the intricacies of that verse i'm sorry for being long-winded you good my boy sorry podcast. For over talking just now now you good as the podcast so you currently listen to the what hip-hop questions legends and lists we'll be right back after this break at&t connects an ode to podcast Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh, Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. This verse is so special, right? Like the... This verse right here is so special because it's the long game, right? Like me, me and Charlamagne discussed it with Nyla on um on Brain Idiots where we were like, marathon, yeah, like we're we're like it's like showing up to Jay Z and looking to like you know break down this verse without listening to Jay Z for thirty years, you're gonna be a little bit. You're gonna be a little bit. It's, it's hefty, right? Like, well, this, well, that, well, that, that wasn't me in this case. No, no, not I'm you. Not, not, I, no, not okay, you. I was gonna say, yeah, I'm no. not you, Mouse. No, I'm not. not I'm you. not a. I'm not a Jay Z stand, and I'm not a whole Avenger, <laughs> as some, as Joe Budden would say. I'm, I'm none of those things, but I am a fan of his music. No, no, no. My no. favorite. 
Yeah, yeah. So I'm I just, just saying, put that out no, there. No, no, not you. No, no, not you. I'm just saying in general, right? Like this would even for someone like if if I never listened to Hove, right? And this or if I was a casual listener to Hove, and this was my first, you know, introduction to him in the long form fashion. I would be like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? You wouldn't understand. Because he right. started this, this verse was set up years ago, right? This verse was set up on Dead Presidents 2. I have to put my glasses on. Why? Well, and oh. also, we also need to add that this verse is a combination of past verses. Because when you go into Pound Cake, mm-hmm. when you go into Seen It All, Mm-hmm. You you will see how he's kind of going back to those verses and like exactly kind of those verses. This verse goes to show that those verses aged extremely well. Exactly. I hope, I hope that makes sense because I'm naming those songs for a very specific reason. Exactly. So when Jay says on Dead Presidents two, he says he's uh, uh he says um that don't look alike. What? Charlotte said y'all look alike. We don't look alike. We just no, like, no, no. Charlemagne. And we have Charlemagne a, said y'all look, look alike. And, and I'm looking like I had no, to put my just, glasses on. Like, no, we're just lighter skin. And, we're just lighter skin no. and have hair and a beard. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to make that clear too. Mouse, <laughs> I rocks with you, but me and you do not look alike. I, I have family in Long Island. I've been okay. watching you for years. Yeah, I know you from cousin. Long Island. I got family in Wyand, Dan Chan, Roosevelt. So yeah, they probably know. They know who I am. I didn't. I didn't say all that. They know what, man. <laughs> shout out, just, shout I'm out to the belt. saying that I don't. I don't think we're related, but I do. I do definitely. You know, I, I've been. I've been a fan of you guys for years. Appreciate you. Nah, I, don't, I think like Charlemagne. Most of that. What I said earlier was for Charlemagne because, because <laughs> like I said, he was trying to say that. Um. Well, you you don't know Jay Z's origin story if you don't know why this verse is great. And I've been listening to Jay for years. Like my favorite Jay Z album isn't what most people would say. My favorite Jay Z album is American Gangster. That's a good that that that's a good most album. Most people won't even say that. Most people. This is another discussion. Most people don't give post retirement Jay Z the same love that pre retirement Jay Z gets. If you've noticed that. Well, they can't. American Gangster, Kingdom Come, 444, Blueprint 3 don't get mentioned in conversations like The Black Album, Blueprint, and Reasonable Doubt. I want to jump in here real quick, guys. I don't want this to become the whole uh, Jay-Z God did or Jay-Z verse. I want to get a little bit more into verse of the year that we're talking about, right? So My bad, I'm sorry. It's all good, it's all good. Hey, um, D-Block, let that, that man was passionate, damn it. That, you no, you no, ain't gotta make space for the passion. The, I don't want this to become the Jay-Z show. I know Nyla and I were speaking about how we think there's another Jay that should be in this conversation for verse of the year, and we're gonna get into that. But, yeah, we um, did. But, but, but Mouse, I just want to share that with you right quick. It's like, all good, it's all good. Like, I I'm I just look like this, but I actually know what I'm talking about. I believe you, Nyla. I actually like the way D D Block set that up. So take a beat, and then and then that way A King can cut it in like right behind what we were saying, and just say like, okay, I hear you guys talking, but so there's another J that deserves. Two. <clears throat> Y'all ready? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I just had to see for myself. All right. So before this turns into the Jay Z. Show, I think it's another J that we guys that we have to acknowledge right. this year. Yeah, even honestly, maybe like the past three years for best features, and that is J Cole. I'd say, I'd say the best five years, honestly. Best five, and this and this is if we go back five years, if we go back four years, y'all there there was 
a very big discrepancy between me and who you're talking about. But yes, I, I think feature-wise, I think it started... But what record? We're talking I, about J. Cole. Yes. For me, it started that K, that KOD run. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's widely known that I didn't like the KOD album. Okay. But at that same time, towards the end of that year, he he went on that feature run. Is that when he did 21 Savage? Yes. Yeah, when he did a lot. I and said, then, wang, it yeah. took off. It took off. And I was like, Don't oh. forget about Bob Boat. Like, he went crazy. He went crazy on features for like, from then till to this day. To now. So, yeah, and I, I didn't, and I think before then, be, before that run, I think my favorite feature from Cole, I I would say is probably that uh, that Jodeci's Back Freestyle mm. with, with Drake. Yo, all the freestyles are crazy. It's nuts. All his freestyles are crazy. He yeah. really needs to do it more. And, that, and I think that was my issue back then was he wasn't, I felt like he wasn't bringing that same energy to, to the, the records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't. But then he, wasn't. he gave us that, that guy. I mean, I like the conceptual albums. I like KLD. I like um, For Your Eyes Only. For Your Eyes Only is one of my favorites. I think for, so I, I was a fan of For Your Eyes Only because I felt like it was specifically for fans of J. Cole, if that makes sense. So I felt like when I listened to it, I was like, oh, this isn't for me. This isn't for the casual J. Cole fan. Like, Four Your Eyes Only is for if you're a fan of this, you'll if you're a fan of me, you'll love this project. And I I like I I'm not gonna say I enjoyed the project. I liked what it represented. Okay. Um, but then when he came out, what the the, the, the off season? Off season snap. Boy. Yeah. Boy. But but that's why I'm saying so how what you're saying about you had to be a fan of Jay, I mean of J. Jay Cole to like oh, Four Your said, Eyes yeah, Only. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's the same with this Hope did verse. You gotta like really know and definitely Jay. Yeah. I've been listening to Jay Z my entire life. My dad played driving me to preschool <laughs> to graduate high school to you know what I mean to I had no choice but to listen to Jay Z and I still don't you know the fuck I live in New York City hey, as long as you know you, get you around me and aunt, so you gotta hear it else. but um not that I don't naturally like Jay Z yeah all right yeah, make sure you say that not not. He's not what J. Cole is to me, is what I'm saying. So I think that um, it's a great verse, but it doesn't move me at how a J. Cole verse does. Like, what he did with Bia, like, even Hove went over, like, the regular 32 bars the same way J. Cole has been doing for the past, like, three to five years. Listen, don't get me started. I'm trying, trying to not make it to a Jay-Z show. I'm just but, saying. But, so, Lila, we're talking about Johnny P's caddy off. The Benny the Butcher track specifically oh, yeah. that you, you think is better. So, than. so let me ask you. To, I'll set it up. So, Chris Nyla, let me ask you. Everybody in the hip hop space have been talking about. Obviously, God did. That is clearly on everyone's heart and minds when discussing so far verse of the year, but also they've been talking about Cole's John P. Caddy's verse. Let me ask the both of you. Who are you going with right now? If you had to choose right now, God did Hove's verse against Cole's John P. Caddy's verse. Who are you going with, Chris? You're the guess. I want to hear what you have to say. Well, me and Nyla talked about this briefly. I made a meme about this, of course. I don't know if you saw it. Mouse, by the way, Hip Hop Junkie posted you um, on their page as well. I sent you the clip. I DM'd you the clip. So definitely check that out. Okay, that's my um, guy Quan. Shout out to Quan Queens. I love, I love, I love, I love that guy. But um, 
First, I just want to say that we need to look at what this debate represents. We're talking about the mentor and the mentee. We're talking about the person that that, you know, signed J. Cole versus like like J. Cole was the guy who who, who signed to Jay-Z, but for so long was like underappreciated. Mm-hmm. And now he's mentioned in those GOAT conversations. So I just want to make sure we highlight the significance of this comparison. Love so Jake, J- I'm riding with Cole. Because I like that type of rap. I like the I'm the best rapper and I can show you why I'm the best rapper okay. versus the self-reflection. Because Jay-Z gave us self-reflection mm-hmm. and whether it was intentional or unintentional, he ended up stealing the show. So it's like Jay-Z's more line, along the lines of I can show you why I'm the best rapper without even saying it. Right. J. Cole, on the other hand, yes. wanted to say it and mm-hmm. show you it. Yeah. Because, like Nala said, that's just the type of hip hop like I like. Like when Kendrick says "smoking on top fives tonight," I, I love that. We don't mm. get to see this often. J Cole and J Jay Z both gave us something that we don't see in this era because we're no longer in the three verse era. We're no longer in the "I'ma kill you on your own song" era of hip hop. They're not. This this generation isn't in it for that. Like they were. For me, I'm riding with Cole for the for the bars. For um his delivery, his energy. And you know what's even funny? Benny the Butcher is more Jay-Z. J. Cole is more Kanye. So it's just interesting to see the the guy who got into the game via criminality mm. versus the, oh, the guy who, okay. the guy who got into the game, you know, going to school and and then making that transition into hip hop. So we're looking at two different if you want to go deeper, we're also looking at two different black male perspectives in America. So I just I just want to say like this, this uh, setup that we're doing, this um, comparison that we're doing. I feel like that's what this really represents. Like this is J. Cole and Jay-Z, the guy who signed, you know, J. Cole is is competing with him. And, and the guy that Jay-Z signed is competing with him also in a way that Kanye West never did. Kanye mm-hmm. never competed with Jay on this level. I'm just talking about on just on some who has the best verse type type of time. Uh, I so think I, people I think people will push back on um on Watch the Throne. That is what they will push back on if I'm representing the devil's advocate. I would I don't think Kanye has ever been on Jay-Z's level lyrically. Or quote unquote verse, I'll say right because like lyrically, I would be speaking about someone who writes their lyrics. But like the verse, I think people the most I've heard is people like people have said flat out said like, oh Kanye out outdid Jay on Watch the Throne, which is a lie. But you know people are entitled um, to their I own think, opinions. I, I think that's debatable. They was going. I will say he outdid him on um, Run This Town. That's another discussion. He he definitely stole the show on that, but. And I'm at a B table full of body. You at a table full of dude. You at a table full of fellas. Ew. What? So and on J. Cole, um, J. Cole's two uh, beastings, and I'm beasting off the wrestling. <laughs> hey, my nigga just made it out the precinct. We give a damn about the drama that you do bring. I'm just trying to change the color on your mood ring, Reebok. But I don't even know if he wrote that. I heard Big Sean might have wrote that. Oh, and, well, yeah, I mean, and, yeah, we know. Yeah, Kanye. In hindsight, in hindsight, yeah. at the time we was unaware, but in hindsight, Big Sean might have wrote that. But um, I'm riding with Cole just 
off of the similes and the metaphors and the wordplay because that's the stuff I like and I like that competitive energy. Yeah, I really like how he painted a picture off the end, like on the, the, on, on yeah, the day on the I was first born. Verse. The rain, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, rain yeah. Was God born. was crying, lightning struck, flying. power out, sparks was flying. The real ones here, yeah. Yes, the way he painted the picture was really like, like a messiah. That's almost what yeah, it was like. Yeah. And then even the bar that's like, um, he pretty much says like he's tired of the drug bars that y'all were lying. Like yes, and what is Jay Z known for? What is Jay Z no, that, known no, for? No, <laughs> wait, I didn't think that's that was towards he's, Jay. He's not talking, no, <laughs> that's not he's not Jay. talking about no Jay. No, 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 no I'm not saying he's, he's I'm saying, not saying drug he's bars. No, Jay. when he's saying drug, when he's saying drug bars. Now I think that's a double entendre, and I've always felt like that. I've always felt like it's a double entendre. I think he's saying like the drug bars in regards to like the songs. Like oh, the way the songs are always using about about like excessive drug use, KOD. But, but also yeah, like KOD. But also oh, the double entendre is if you look too. if you talk about the double entendres, if you look at uh, like if you look at these pills, then they call they call bars. You look at like the mm -hmm. Zannies and all that shit. They like bars. So he said, I'm tired of the drug bars y'all using. So mm -hmm. it felt like it, to me, it felt like it was a double entendre. I, like I think that. my favorite my favorite line is when he said, "Niggas want me on a song. He gonna have to see the wrath of the reaper. I'm probably going to hell if Jesus asked for, for a feature." feature. Yeah. I said, "Nah." <laughs> I said, "Nah, boy is," and that's that, later on in the verse. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, that, like that that was dope. That reminded me a little too much of Nas though. The whole snuffing Jesus. That just I don't know. It took me back to that. And the Mohican bar too did remind me. Yes, of yes. Bar. Yeah, the last yeah. he the last oh, he the last Mohican. Mohican. No like, Weeklins, last in my sneakers. That was very Nas ish. It yes, in the way it that was. Nas would. So we we kind of talked about it on on our brilliant idiots about like filler. Nas yeah. always had a like a clever way of throwing filler in there, and that's what it would be. It would be like it would be like a bunch of iteration and a bunch of rhyming, but. When you break it down, it's nothing but it's a setup to get to the next line. Yeah. Right. So if I'm looking yeah. at this and he's the last of the Mohicans, no weaklings, last of my sneakers. Uh. Really, but, no MC. Yeah. But um, he really wanted really to get to the no bar MC about equal. asking Jesus for a feature. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. I just it was remnants. That's all. I'm not mad at it either. It's yeah. just you know. Uh, but I think that's the good thing about artists like uh, artists like J Cole, artists like Kendrick, Drake. I'm, I'm always going to throw them in there. Wale. Like, they're an ode back to the rap that we love, that we love from the late 90s, right? Where you can compare them to, you could say Cole is like a Nas. You could say um, Kendrick. I don't I don't know who they're saying is like Hove, but you could say Kendrick is like Hove, well, like whoever. Well, Drake, if, as you know, because I've seen you talk about this, we've seen Drake emulate a lot of a lot from Jay Z. Like I believe that Jay Z is the reason why Drake is so good at throwing subliminals. I agree. Hmm. I agree. I mean, we've seen Drake emulate everybody. Honestly. Ooh, good point. But I but, think, well, but you got to remember that that goes back to Jay too, because Jay used to. I I hate to say it, Mouse, but your boy was definitely riding waves during the height of his career. Yeah, but he just was... did it better. Than, he just did it better. Than everybody, so you know, it's the thing. <laughs> he just did it better. Than everybody. He said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying, Jay Drake took what Jay did and put steroids on it. He put steroids on GMOs. it, which is, which is why it doesn't hit as uh Well, I can't even say it doesn't hit the same because it does hit. But I feel like Jay's were like real genuine collabs. Well, as far as the drug bar, that drug bars line, I was just bringing that back up because I wanted to show that we're talking about two different type of rappers. Like, I don't look at Jay-Z as a backpack rapper. 
I look at, but I do look at cold that way. So I just want to point that out. Like we're talking about two different types of, of content because Jay is coming from, like I said, he's coming from a different perspective than, than Jay Cole. So I just want to say, and just in, in the conversation that we're comparing these two, I just think we also should just highlight how, how different they're on, they are as far as origin and how that plays a major role in the stuff they talk about and in the stuff they don't talk about. Because I, I remember a line that Jake, Jake Cole was like, um, in an old song, he was like, that's why I don't respect that lying ass white shit you talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, uh, no, Cole playing the funerals, you might end up in a coffin or something like that. Like, And I think he was just talking about how a lot of these rappers will sell you the idea that they're this big drug dealer. Not saying he's talking about Jay, but a lot of rappers will sell you the idea of the drug dealer kingpin, but have never actually lived that lifestyle. And I feel like Cole was coming at it like, well, I didn't do that stuff, but I'm much realer than everyone who everyone who's claiming to have done it and has never done it before. Yeah, he even speaks on that in this verse where he says, uh, what the fuck he said? What the fuck he said? He said, Oh, got these nerds. He said, got these nerds thinking that you that you niggas is hard right. lying. That just means I ain't as comfortable as y'all. Y'all were lying. Oh, I felt like right. shit like right. that. So yeah, I can see that. I, I can see like I said, I, I'm a huge fan of this verse. I do think it goes up there. I think at the end of the year, we will be, when we revisit this conversation, I do think we'll be talking about this verse specifically as a top contender, if not number two or three for verse of the year. But Jay's not lying. I just want to point that out. Jay, Jay isn't lying in any of his verses or or. We his know songs. that. 92 Bricks Nobody got it all back. Nobody thought that. 92 but then Bricks yeah. got it all back. followed up and gave us another one with London, which I thought was very random, honestly. Which one? London be a record. Oh, he killed that too. He 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 killed that too. But it wasn't. I don't know for some reason the energy of Johnny P's caddy. That's because he had somebody to bounce off of. He didn't have anybody to bounce off of beer. Yeah, like yeah, that that might be. I'm offended. Like that shit. (laughs) No, the flow is the flow switch on the London record with beer was nuts, and how he ended the record was actually nuts. Let me pull up the lyrics. Sorry, and then we can move on back to Jay Z. Like I know y'all want to, but um. Why would I choose between this one or that one now that I can have both? I laugh at these rappers for cap, and I guess T.I.P. ain't the only one out here with jokes. Man don't want smoke. No, that's not hard. <laughs> that was crazy. He said, dude, we said T.I.P. ain't the only ones out here with jokes. That's crazy. It was very clever. That was, that was clever. He, he's so clever, man. I think, um, nah, Cole, great year. But really, his run with these features has just showed that he's he's different. So you might I, not be loving these albums. So if somebody hit fast forward to... December thirty first, and we're sitting here talking about best verse of the year. You're, you're confident that this would be your choice. Um, uh, I, 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 oh, you're talking about Nala, My bad. Go ahead. What do you? I think definitely the Benny record. Yeah, yeah and then I'm, I'm be a London I, right after. I'm go. I'm going. I'm going with Cole, but a lot of this has to do with preference because I'm gonna prefer that type of energy brought to a record than Jay's type. And not that I don't like Jay's energy and what he's talking about and what it represents. But it's just like when Wayne said, feed me rappers or feed me beats that hit me a whole lot harder than what any of the other rappers said on we taking over, you know? So I'm always going to like gravitate towards the person that's trying to show y'all why he can compete. We haven't seen to me. We haven't seen J Cole rap this hard since looking for trouble. His verse, I don't mm. know if y'all remember that, mm. but he, he hasn't he hasn't stolen the show for me like this since 2010 when Kanye was dropping out those Good Fridays. Mm. 
Damn. I don't, I, I don't know if y'all remember that record. That? Yeah, we remember. Nala, you, you agree with that? That Cole hasn't stolen the show like this since 2010? Uh, no, I already told you. I, definitely for me, it was with the 21 Savage a lot record. That was a no, but he didn't kill 21. No, he killed now 21. He killed 21. He killed 21. He killed. Not, but and not honestly, on, and that's not saying any slight to Twenty One, because Twenty One Savage has been killing features too. But like Twenty One with the Drake record that dropped this year, nuts, nuts feature. But the only good Drake Cole record on dropped a this lot year was ridiculous. Like I literally got a DJ flip where I just go straight to Cole's verse because. <laughs> no, nah, I mean yeah, it's. A, I'm not saying it's a bad verse. Some but niggas I just, make I, millions. Other the, niggas make memes. I'm on and a that's, money that would be me. I don't want. I want <laughs> <laughs> he said that would be. <laughs> he, threw, he threw a shot at me. But, um, he got tired but of no, the crazy just, culture. Want, he said, "I don't want no more comparison. This is a marathon, and I'm aware I've been playing in the back from a lack of promotion. I never was one for the bragging and boasting." He was bugging. I ain't gonna. Like, he, was gonna he was bugging. And, and then at the end of it, he says, "Like, he pretty much says, like, yo, I've been playing in the back, you know, trying to put out shit with a good message, but y'all niggas is sleeping on me." And but I understand my position. I understand that this is a marathon. Obviously, he comes yeah, from the Jay Z yeah, tree, yeah. so he said that he's taking his time, but he's gonna show us that he is the best of his era before this shit ends. And that, and since then, he has been doing that. That's all yes, I'm saying. I, I I wholeheartedly agree, but I just I'm talking about hunger. I I heard hunger on Johnny P's caddy. I heard hunger on Look for Trouble. I just don't feel like he was as hungry on a lot with 21 Savage and since you you threw a verse out there I'm gonna just say this cold world make way for the chosen one what you now hear is putting fear inside the older ones down play me to down grain me like they don't notice him your shoes too big for your shoes too big to fill I can barely squeeze my toes in them mm. like like this is the rat Moses scratched that Mary and Joseph's son like like that's what I'm talking about mm. like that energy I just didn't hear on a lot. Not to say that he didn't kill it, but that's the type of energy I'm talking about. When he you smoked, say things like never say I'm better than whole, but I'm the closest one. I, I feel like I I hear you, but I feel like that was 2013. <laughs> like that was look, we're never gonna get that type of energy from any of those niggas. No, 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 no. That was 2010. Yo, even worse, like that. <laughs> you're proving no, my point I'm even just, more. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying, but that that was a dope time. That was like the last era of lyricism, and sure. that 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 verse age ages well now because we're comparing Jay Jay Z to Jay Cole, and what did he say in the song? Um, never say I'm better than Hove, but I'm the closest one. And look at us in 2022. You still ain't... having this discussion? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can have your little verse on. You can have your little verse. You're now listening to the What Hip Hop Questions Legend List. We'll be right back after the break. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. 
In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. 
It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. What are some other verses of the year candidates? Other verses. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. Hold on, D-Block. Don't do that. We 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 were just breaking down and dissecting Cole's version. Hold on, D Block. What? We acknowledged Jay Z for the first ready? twenty minutes. Ready? Hove did what? First of all, you should have already known he was get. He was about to get crazy. Oh God! He was about to get crazy. The production set Hove up. Let's talk about this for a minute, because whoever engineered this record, whoever mixed it and really produced this, kudos to them, because that whole sucked the air out. I did, and it that set hove up to go crazy. Yeah. Please, Lord, forgive me for what the stove did. Nobody touched a billion until hove oh, did. How many billionaires come from the from hove crib? How many? I count three. Me, me yeah, and, and Reed, bronze rock boys. So Te- four technically. technically. <laughs> I left the dope game with my record clean. I turned cocaine into champagne. Let's talk about that for a minute. Yes, he has. Let's talk about that for a minute. What did I say earlier? I said you had to be paying attention to understand, to, to really like understand virtual virtual tell you had to be paying attention. We understood that line. On Dead Presence, when he said, on Dead Presence 2, when he says, you feel it, he says, whatever this used to call the story, as long as the villains win. As long as the villain wins. What? I take the rest and fill it in. What's he saying? He's saying, the bag, he's been telling us from day one. The bad guy's gonna win. The bad guy is going to win. So when he's on Rob, when he's on the uh, the the clubhouse, I mean the, the Rob Markman Twitter, the Rob Markman Twitter live joint the other day, and he says this verse is the villain winning. The bad guy won, and he didn't go to jail. He didn't die. Mm. He made more money. He talked more. He came shit. out the he came out the dope game with his record claim. So. When you hear that, you got to understand, Jay-Z's been setting this up from day one. Jay-Z's been writing his own movie with verses from day one. <laughs> every bad guy, every movie where the drug deal is, the big bad guy, what happens? They die. They, they die or they go to jail. They snitch. They, or, or they snitch. You got you got American Gangster. The, I'm just talking about the records. He's, he's a, so he's, he's, I'm talking about the, the things he's mentioned in records. You got American Gangster. You got uh, Carlito's Luke, way. I'm more Frank Lucas than Ludacris. I'm more Frank Lucas than Ludacris. Like Frank Lucas. And Ludacris my dude, but I ain't, I ain't trying, trying to snitch. Like that's crazy. You get what I'm saying? He's saying the bad guy won. I had my morals intact, and I still won more money. And like we said on Britney's, like just to hit, there was a. You could tell the 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 what's the word I'm looking for the um the statute of limitations is up on a lot of shit. We ain't never Hove was talking to niggas <laughs> on this record. You understand me? Yes, yes. And he and it was like this for me. I'm hearing this and I'm like, this is the rap I love. Sure, I'm you know I'm a, I'm a I'm a cu- I'm a cultural orator these days, and we speak on the music that's out, and you know some and the music that's out it 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 hits us in a different way. But, but to grow shit, up on this, yeah, and to get this. When the nigga is 50 plus years old. Yeah. He's almost 60. He's not almost 60. He's a lot closer to 60 than he is to have old J. Cole is. Okay. Yes. 
37. And he's still rapping like this. Yeah. This is an anomaly. We've never seen this before. Rakim is two years older than Jay-Z. Can Rakim still rap? Yes. Can Rakim still spit some some shit off the top of his head? Yes. But not like this. Yeah. Big Daddy King no, is two years Jay-Z older than definitely, him. definitely killed. I was going hard wholeheartedly and said, Jay-Z killed ageism in hip-hop. Because oh. for a long time, there was a limit on how great you could be the older you get. And I feel like he's made it cool to be 30 plus, 40 plus, 50 plus, and still rapping. Listen, he said, monogram in my pocket off the red carpet. You see the face I made that night? Shit, is that shocking? Odds wasn't great. We'd even be alive. Gotta be crazy to y'all niggas. We surprised. Shit is too much how we grew up. Shit don't even feel real to us. That means this nigga's success don't even really... He's been, at this point in his life, he's been more successful than he was unsuccessful. And the shit still don't feel real. Yeah, that's and that's the self-reflection. And that's what Jay-Z does a lot. You know, as of lately, he he. if you notice, he's doing more self-reflection when he raps versus being braggadocious. You know, when he starts talking about, you know, all the things that he's seen. Like I said, seen it all. Seen it all is a, is a great example of how that verse and pound cake and other verses is what led to this verse right here. But I, I want to go back to that line. Then we said, fuck it took the dope public. Yeah. That line right there is one of the lines that I just looked at on a surface level perspective because yeah. it's, it sounds when you listen to it, it sounds plain as day. There's no deeper meaning to it. I go on genius and I see there's actually more to that line than what he's, what he's actually saying. And that's the reason why I said this verse, I will say it again. I take back what I said. This verse is actually great because Jay-Z checked off more boxes with this verse than, than I love the dough. I, I I said that to Charlamagne. I said I liked I And I so think this has to do with... So what did that bar really represent? Because it might oh, be when bad. he said that he's so talking about the music. Ba- basically, as far as um public, when he said, when he said public, he was referring to the... Uh, the uh, it's a public company monogram is owned by tpco which is a public company mm-hmm. on the market so that's what i'm trying to say it's not just public like it's in front of people but it's actually public in regards to what the term means within stocks and things like that he Got took it. the dope pup listen we could just leave on this Hove is a real nigga's dream. My only goal is to make a real nigga, nigga feel, feel seen. Boy, I want to take my head off and throw it. I literally want to take my head off my shoulders and throw it. I was listening to that on repeat on my way to your party. You know, the one I showed up to and you was going. Yeah, that one. I want to take my head off and punt it into a field goal. Like, what? The one thing I'll say, Mouse and, and Chris and I, about this Jay-Z line, I think you guys touched on this in the beginning, but it feels like you're watching a Netflix show season six, episode one, if you don't know his backstory. Yes. It's like it's like you're jumping in on Peaky Blinders season six, episode one. And because there's a lot of stuff of him digging up, you know, his business partners, his businesses. Mm-hmm. And then unless you go to that genius link and start clicking on these hyperlinks to break shit down, that that entry point you have to like, you have to go to the websites. You know what I'm saying to really get where you, the double entendres and triple entendres that he's that he's getting at. To right. me, and, 
Ellen as an entry role. level. That's why I put. I think Cole's verse. It feels like he he's more in a cipher, you know, and just doing like some braggadocious stuff. But he's more coming from a uh, a point of view of a cipher and just kind of like saying how he feels about where rap is today. Whereas Hove, you you know, it's a dope it's a dope verse, but you also have oh, to look. Like, do the homework on it. Unk, what up? Oh my God. You see, and, and, little, then, little, and little, then another your, your and man right Rick there. Bird? That's crazy. You, no. you see, who'd you call him? No, no. Chris, say what up to Charlemagne. Oh, Chris. Yo, Charlemagne. Yeah, I'm coming no, for you. No, we don't look nothing like <laughs> Hold, up, hold up. No, 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 Charlemagne. I'm coming for you. I'm no, coming no, for you. Not on this we don't topic. Look nothing alike. <laughs> Nyla put her hat. I think a combination of mouse, mouse and, and Justin. Justin. Yes. yes, yeah, I can see that. We just got hair. We just got hair in a beard. We just got what? We just got hair in a beard. Me and me and Mouse look nothing alike, and I'm aware of Hove's origin story. I'm not. I'm not as oblivious <laughs> as you as you as you thought I was. Though. And and I recanted my statement, <laughs> and you'll see it later. Hopefully, when this comes out. So I, I would love to have a, another conversation with you about this. Always. I'll just say I say all that to say this: you were right. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Appreciate that. Whatever. Get out of here. <laughs> Right. No, but hold on, Charlemagne, no, before going, you go. He's going, he going, he going. Look, Chris is dropping hey, fire. Tell him, tell him that Spider-Man No Way Home is still the greatest Marvel movie of all time. All right, no, come that on, is man. not all right. the topic right, for the I'm dying what? on that hill. All right, man. Well, that's not a hill. Well, let's, let's keep everyone alive. Um, <laughs> uh, so we know, uh, I mean, we can circle back at the end of the show, but we all oh, know oh, where no, everybody no, I, stands. I, I just wanted to say the names. I, I was totally aware of who Emery was, OG1, Tata. Like, like you're you're right, Darren. As far as him mentioning his business partners, you had to listen to pre- previous songs or at least know Jay's backstory to know who he's talking about when he's mentioning these names, and not even in just this song because he's mentioned the names in other other songs. Like my first time hearing about Emery was in Ballad for a Fallen Soldier, so it's like no, he's he been, been talking about Emery since uh he been talking about Emery since goddamn yeah, and that uh, was yeah. I'm just I'm just saying I'm, yeah, right, right. I'm just saying, I'm just saying for me like. Like, I remember how far back he's been mentioning these people. And it's not just them. He's name dropped a lot, whether it's D. Haven, Calvin Klein, like his his nephew that passed away, Khalid. Like, Khalid. so when he, when he mentions these people, there's you do. There has to be a level of clarity that you have to know how great the verse is or at least how significant it is. So to, to your point, Darren, yes, you are correct. All right, so so we can answer today's question. Where are some other honorable verses you guys heard this year that should be mentioned? One of my favorites of the year, Chance the Rapper's Highs and Lows with Joey Badass. Like I like I liked the whole verse from Chance. Um I liked everything about that record. I liked the way that they, you know, premiered it on the BT Awards with the, you know, with the words coming across the screen in real time during the performance. Um, I like the video, I like the attention to detail. I love having Joey Badass on the record. Chance opens the he opens the verse. He says, I'm an emotional roller coaster with high so high could put boy boy on a poster. And like Who had the best verse? And a chance. Chance, okay. without a doubt. Chance without I a bet, doubt. I got I gotta check it out. I've been I'm gonna be honest, I've been sleeping on chance. Who what about you got any other honorable mentions? 
Well, I don't know if y'all saw. I sent it to Darren. Mickey Fax posted what he thought was verses of the year. Well, let's see. What, um, let's see what Mickey Fax said. But piggybacking off of your chance and Joey, I definitely like Joey's new album. Yeah. This is because after what was that two years ago when he dropped that red tape? Yes. I did not like that tape, so I was kind of like no real expectations off of it. But this album did good. Same with Khaled. Khaled's last project wasn't in love with, but. You like this one? I see the growth. <laughs> you like this one? I like whole. Palace, Palace, I like God did. Palace albums are like all star games. Yes, they are. The all star games. Everybody shows up. No one really gives a fuck what happens. There might be like one spectacular dunk. We're just seeing all the celebs. But it's just like, oh, yeah. It's like it doesn't really matter in the in the in the grand scheme of things. Um, and I don't think this album was any different. Although, obviously, we got God Did, and that was, like I said, that was a spectacular dunk from, like, the free throw line. Hell but yeah. other than that, can you tell me anything else that happened on that Khaled album? No. Nope. Uh, the the Jadakiss interlude was dope, but I think the fact that Jay-Z stole this show on the entire album At 50 says points. a lot more about the Drake and Lil Baby record because oh, that, was a that record is forgotten no one even talks about that song anymore. Well, it wasn't good when it came out. Oh, staying alive. Yes, like I just—I'm just saying. I think that says a lot more about the fact that that song failed in comparison because we're talking about Drake and Lil Baby, who are, are the hottest out right now. I mean, yet Drake nobody's baby. talking about them. Speaking of, if y'all niggas disrespect my man Dominique, I'ma be tight, Lil fucking baby. His verse on in a minute. If niggas are sleeping on that, then I don't know what y'all want from rap. If y'all don't, if y'all don't want niggas, look, I be in the loop. She be in the group. Brody want a friend. Throw him alley oop. Turn son to nothing. But I'm the living proof. Yo, my boy floated. Little baby created the pocket and then broke it. Like he bodied that shit. Like super. Imp- like I'm a I'm a little baby fan. But I was impressed. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and he's doing that, to his credit, he's doing what a lot of old niggas couldn't figure out how to do. Mm. Make songs that work in the club, but stick to your lyrical, like your lyrical integrity, right? Like, sure, say whatever you want about like, you know, his delivery or, you know, you can't understand what he's saying when he speaks. When he's rapping, you know exactly what the fuck he's saying. He's saying some shit. He's going nuts. He's going nuts. Lil Baby, if we're not talking about in a minute at the end of the year as one of the verses of the year, then niggas, niggas sleep. Niggas I got to revisit it, honestly. But I'm definitely <laughs> excited that his album is dropping. I'm How like, can I lose when we the who's who? Oof. Each quarter, we have gotten some really good rap albums. Oh, this has been a really good year for rap. Yeah. 2022 might go down as one of those years. Like, this has been a really, really good year in rap. I don't know if niggas already had the albums that they were working on before the pandemic or did the pandemic really cause niggas to get back on their shit. But it's been a really good year for rap. Denzel Curry comes to mind twice uh, with... uh, with, What was the record I told y'all earlier? I think it was Illin. You said the one with Illin. The L's. The L's. The L's. Um, but then also reason with uh with 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 uh first quarter. Like, I just like like let me tell the 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 reason verse was was super dope for me just because I ne- I me personally I never heard him rap like that before. So, you know, my my apologies if he always raps like that. But just hearing the way he was able to 
articulate and paint this picture of like you know mass incarceration and the you know shout out to him and Denzel Curry for being able to articulate that first quarter right because they're talking about a time in their life yeah and they're like I'll just call it first quarter that to be in that moment that's a level of self-reflection that a lot of young people don't have yeah so shout out to Reason and uh, Denzel Curry for that record for our first quarter but clever yeah Denzel Curry Project still one of my favorite Same. rap albums to drop this year. Coast Con. Did y'all like Push Did team. y'all like Churchill Downs? Of course. How could how how could you not? How could you not? Any I'm a fan of anybody rapping to rap. And that boy did shit. He he kind of took over that album. Kind of like the highlight of the album for me. Who Drake? Yeah. Mm. I would. I mean, he had some dope lines in there, but it wasn't. I don't think he said anything on the level of, of what to to the level of lyricism that that Cole gave us on um, Johnny Peace Caddy. Agree. I think it was a moment, though. Yeah, I think it was a moment. I think because we hadn't heard. I, so I've said multiple times in public and private, Drake should take a break. Drake needs to go three years. Don't drop nothing. I think for for. Forego however I feel about him personally. He is a once in a generation talent. And because he's been so consistent that even when he flops, shit goes crazy. I.E. staying alive. People are forgetting his greatness. Drake needs to go away for three years. I, I I agree Act, with that. But like get into oh, acting or something. Get back into acting. Mm-hmm. Like imagine Drake. I think Drake could still kill it. I think Drake. For sure. He proved that in the way too sexy video. He, that really was good. <laughs> was really like, good. All right. Yeah. So I think, you know, give three years to something else. When Put on your Drake, Aubrey hat. When Drake comes back in three years, everybody might have to pack up. If Drake left and came back in three years, everyone from R&B to hip hop to pop would have to pack their bags. Dual Lipa would have to get the fuck out the paint. Um, <laughs> ba- Little Baby, Future, they would have to get out the paint. I gotta RB, hear it. I'm in three. If Drake left and just had three years to fucking live life and do something else and then came back and was able to just focus on making music. Gotta see it. We'd like to hear it. But all right. So in conclusion, we're given best Featured verses of the year so far to Hove. God did. I ain't do it. Chris. Johnny P's caddy. Nyla. Johnny P's caddy. You've been outvoted. D-block. I can never be outvoted. I got God on my side. God did. A, a, a mouse. So I just want to add to your point about Drake. I think um what I've noticed about him is he kind of stopped doing collaborations with people that can actually compete with him lyrically. Mm. I think this is the first time he's done a song with someone who can actually do that in a very, very, very long time. You think Jack Harlow can compete with Drake lyrically? You said what? You think Jack Harlow can compete with Drake lyrically? I feel like he's more lyrical than the other rappers Drake has been rapping with in the past damn near a decade. He was just on a record with Rick Ross. He was just on Pep. He was just on a record with Lil Wayne. Lemon Pepper. No, but those are those are, are frequent collaborations. I would like to see him with the new he's only he's on the newer generation of, of rappers that are more so in the, the trap lane or in the drill lane. He hasn't done a jid. 
He yes, thank you. I would like to see him with like a Jordan Lucas or with why a Joey. Jo- because I like I like it when two lyricists get on a track together. Joyner Lucas is a lyricist. All you don't right, think right. Jordan can spit? I would. All right. Not lyric. Not lyricist. Like I wouldn't tag him my top lyricist. No, he's not top. I'm not saying top. He's I'm in. just saying oh. he's he's not he's not part of that. Like, I would that love gym. to see him with a Jid. I would like to see him with. Jid I would. I, I think Jid, Jid would smoke yeah, Drake. Sh- sh- sure, Jid. Like, but I'm just. I would love to see him with uh, Earth Gang. I think. I think Olu and Wild be on his ass. On his being ass. honest, yeah, like on some rapping shit. But he doesn't do that. He doesn't do those collaborations with people who can actually like, like have some type of lyrically lyrical ability. Because I, I don't really know if it's about lyrics to Drake. I think he likes. It's not. He likes to ride the waves of sound. So it's like exactly. he'll do a drill record. That, and that's the only reason. To it. He'll do the down south shit with the city girls. Cause right. Lyric, like the bar for bar shit. That's not really like moving the needle as far as like sound. Exactly. But that's what I like. And but but Drake, on the other hand, still comes from that. And that's the reason why he had to acknowledge Griselda. Because I'm still waiting for this Drake and Benny song to come out. It's never happening. That's bro. what I want to hear. It's never happening. I'm telling bro, you now, it's never happening. Why would happening. you say that? <laughs> it's never happening. Drake's not doing it. He's not giving they it to it, us. They did it, though. Benny already said they got two two joints together. They just haven't been released. It's never coming out. That's what I'm telling y'all. It's, don't hold your breath. That's, that record's never dropped. But wouldn't you, wouldn't you rather see that versus him doing a song with... No. Uh, you wouldn't want to see him on a song with another another... You know, not not Benny, rapper? not Benny. Why um, not Benny? I don't think that song's gonna. One, I think it's a. The song's not gonna get the sh- notoriety should. Um, nah, just I don't, I don't, I just don't. There's just like a such thing as like, I think people are so used to like just everybody collaborating. Sometimes you don't really take into account like maybe these two people aren't a good fit. And I've never heard anything from Drake, and I've never heard anything from Benny that would say put Drake and Benny together. I but, think the closest has, you get to that but, but, is Benny and Cole. That's and I, what I'm that's what I'm saying. Drake has 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 rapped with rappers that don't necessarily talk about the things he's he talks about though. He's I, done that before. Yeah, I agree. I just don't think Benny is the I would much rather hear Drake and Westside than before I hear Drake and Ugh, Benny. Man, Westside, man, he gets on my nerves. Woo. All right, guys. Well, Benny, Chris, Benny and Conway, I, I feel like are the more lyric lyrical ones in Griselda. What side? I feel like he. This is a he, whole another. Oh my 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 bad. Podcast topic. <laughs> Bring it home now. Bring it home. At, this is why you're good at what you do. So, Chris, thank you so much for stopping by and joining us for the discussion. Uh, shout out to your gram where everybody can follow you. Oh, if thank, you have a thank person. You guys. Thank you guys um, for having me. Means a lot. Like I said, Mouse, I've been watching you since the Great Vine TV. Oh wow! Shout out to my home, my yeah, yeah. Wow! Shout out to my homegirl Andrea. She put me on to that show, and I've been following you since Nala. I've been watching you on Power One Hundred Five since you interviewed my guy Chris Scholar from out here from Virginia. So, um, my name's Chris Miles, aka Critics of Culture. That's Critics underscore of underscore Culture. Um, can I ask one last question to you, Mouse? Of course, go ahead, bro. Davies sent Drake a record. Would you like to see them two together? I don't want to hear. Davies. I don't think Drake I, ever responded. I don't want to hear Davies at all. I would. Oh. I would actually pay money to not hear Davies. Oh damn, that's yeah. messed up. Like I, that. Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, I would pay money. Like I would pay good money too. Like if you told me a a, a price that would, if there was a price that would say, hey, <laughs> he never will rap again. 
I will pay it. Whatever it is, I, I would pay it. I, I figured you would have a New York bias, but I guess not. Well, I do for an artist that's from New York. Is that a shot? Just you, you said yeah, there would be a New York bias. I have a New York bias for artists from New York. All right, guys. So as always, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you guys like, share, comment, subscribe. And again, we'll be back next Monday with a brand new episode of The What. Until next time, peace. Hey, don't miss an episode of The What. Hip-hop questions, legends, and lists. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcast. The What Hip Hop Questions, Legends, and Lists podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network, and our executive producer is Darren Byrne and produced by A King. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.